Mums with Hustle podcast, episode 409. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. Well, it's no secret that I love growing a digital business. I love it because it is freedom filled. I love it because I don't have to trade time for money. I love it because I can literally work from anywhere. I love it because it is freedom filled. I have more family time, time with my kids, time with my hubby, time for self-care, time for friends, time for family, time for gardening, leisure, all of the things than I ever have before. And that is because of the business model, that it is a digital business. And Uh, Over the years, I've experimented with many different live launch styles, including challenge launches and video series launches. But my favorite by far and the one that I have really been focusing on and being disciplined in improving and taking to mastery is the webinar launch. Now, I've been doing webinar launches for about five years and multiple of them each year. So I'm pretty well practiced. Of course, I'm not so foolish as to say I know it all and I'm a master because I I don't think that we ever take anything or we ever achieve mastery in anything. We just get better every single time. But I sure as heck am bloody great at it. I'm just going to say that. It is true. I'm going to toot my own horn. My registration rates for all of my webinars are more than most people in the industry. My show-up rates are, again, way above industry average. My conversion rates are way above industry average. And I'm going to be sharing with you one of my secret weapons for ensuring that each and every time that I launch. And so it is called the post-launch debrief. And as digital entrepreneurs, we're always searching for ways, or we should be searching for ways to optimize and scale our businesses with ease. And I am a big believer, ask anyone in my mastermind or any of my VIP coaching or consulting clients, I'm just a big believer in having the discipline to really master our launch style. And that means becoming really great at doing the same launch over and over and over again. Because when you do that, number one, you become a better teacher and you become better at executing that particular style of launch. Yes. But also you're working less. So you're not reinventing the wheel every single time. Your launch becomes more profitable because Every time you slow down to create a new launch event or funnel, you're creating all of those assets from scratch. That is costing you time and money. It is keeping you poor. So learn to double down and optimize, like choose a launch style that you love, that feels aligned for you and that has some conversions, even if it literally is just one person that's buying, that's a conversion. And you can choose from then and there to abandon ship on that, or you can choose to optimize it. And one of the greatest tools or parts of the process that I support my mentees with is learning how to do a proper post-launch debrief. Now, you are the digital CEO. This is your responsibility. So 
learning to how to do a debrief, I guess, is the first step or really learning what it is. And so today I thought, well, why not bring that on the podcast and explore that with a lot of you? Because I love that from this community, digital entrepreneurs are born every single day. I love that over the past nine years, thousands of you have created digital offers from eBooks all the way through to memberships, online courses, masterminds, coaching containers. I'm just so proud of all of you. But some of you are now at the level of, okay, you launched that thing one time. Now what? Your responsibility as the visionary and as the leader is to know the data points to monitor during a live launch. And in this episode, I'm going to be walking you through the data points specifically for a live webinar launch. And I'm also going to highlight the importance of once you've done that debrief, the next step is to share it with an expander. Share it with a mentor that is further along than you, that is more experienced, that is able to spot things that you wouldn't be able to spot. Or share it with a trusted advisor, someone that understands this type of business and how to scale and how to optimize. We need to start asking the right questions, but more importantly, we need to start asking the right questions of the right people because asking the right questions of the wrong people is going to send you off path. Okay. I do recommend that you get a notebook for this one or at least open up your notes app on your phone because it is a very practical one. There are four metrics in particular that you can begin to track. Now, we do go deeper. There are others. Um, But I think this is a good base. And then beyond that, depending on how you go with these, If you're a coaching client of mine or if you're in my my mastermind, I'd be able to look at these base numbers and then be able to recommend other numbers to measure and track too. So this isn't the be all and end all, but this is more than a solid start, okay? So let's just start with what the heck is a post-launch debrief, Tracy? Well, simply put, it is a structured analysis and reflection on a recent launch or campaign. And it is a way for us to evaluate what worked, what didn't, and how we can improve going forward. And this is so necessary. Quite often, people are launching things and they're skipping out this step. And then they just go and they start again with a new launch style, or they go and make a change and they could be very well changing something that wasn't broken because they're addicted to chaos or they're unable to receive money. I mean, we can just go into all of the all of the reasons why people do this. Or they simply don't know what they should be measuring and how to track and then how to optimize. Now, you might be wondering, why is it important? The post-launch debrief is so important for digital entrepreneurs who want to optimize and scale their business. Because when you take the time to review and assess your launch efforts, you can gain valuable lessons and insights and learnings from the data to fuel your future success, to avoid the overworking and the tinkering on things that aren't broken. It's like conducting a post-game analysis in the sporting world to improve your game plan for the next match. You have to 
carve out time to be reflective over the process or over the launch that you just initiated. You can't fix what you haven't measured. So during a live webinar launch, there are some specific data points that I like to monitor closely at each step of the way. And I already know what my average conversion points are, what I'm going for at each stage also, because if there's a break in the chain in step one, which I'm going to go through, that's going to trickle down into everything else. So it's important, again, to keep doing the same launch over and over and over again and be doing a post-launch debrief and measuring and tracking and looking where to optimize every single time because that's how we get better. And that also illuminates some trends with our launches so we can come to know what to expect and we can start to feel really good about investing in paid advertising means to scale and get in front of even more audiences. But you're only going to get the confidence to do that once you know that you have a launch style that converts at a certain point. That gives you so much confidence to be able to invest in ads, for instance. So what are the metrics? Well, the key metrics that I'm about to share with you, they give you a snapshot of your performance and they help you gauge the effectiveness of your launch strategies. And they help you figure out, oh, what's working and what do I need to change? So write these four down. The first one is registrations. I want you to keep a close eye on the number of registrations, people signing up to your webinar or to your masterclass or your workshop, whatever you're going to call it. This is going to give you an idea of a few things. First of all, the messaging around the initial interest and effectiveness of your marketing efforts. So of the social media content, that top of funnel content, what is the messaging that you're using there to drive signups or to have people opt in to this webinar? Like, is that messaging on the front end, top of funnel, leading people to sign up? And then once people get to that registration page, how many people have actually clicked and signed up versus just landing on the page and then bouncing out of there? Because if you're sending a decent amount of traffic to the page and you're seeing low sign-up rates, it means that the messaging is off, potentially in the hook. That hook at the top is like the most important thing. Or it could be the other copy on the page. It could be that the button isn't placed in the right spot for conversion. So there is a number of things there in terms of design and copy and hooks and marketing messages that you can begin to experiment with. But you need to pay attention to the number of registrations versus the number of people that have just landed on that page. That is a big one. Another, well, the second number to keep an eye on is your attendance rate. Now, once you've captured registrations, it is important to track the actual number of people that attend because 
A lot of people are signing up for things these days, but are you able to get them to attend live? And the reason we want them there live is because that is where most conversions take place when you're doing a live webinar or masterclass launch. So you want people to show up because this is where they're going to have their transformation. If you're in the business of helping people like I am and being a difference maker, you know that the people that turn up, they're going to get the lessons. They're going to have the transformation. A very small percentage of people are going to actually follow through and watch the replay. So getting people there so that they can have the solution to their problem, that's really important. Take that responsibility with weight. It's important. But also it affects your conversions. So Monitor your attendance rate of the people that registered, how many of them attended. That is a number that you need to measure. Number three is your conversion rate. I want you to become great at tracking the percentage of people who attended who also converted into paying customers. This is going to help assess the persuasiveness or the effectiveness of your teaching component, but also the presentation of your offer and your ability to segue from teaching into making the offer. It's going to illuminate or help us identify areas for improvement. And this is something that I do recommend that you get coaching on. This is the stuff that we do in the Inner Circle Mastermind. This is really difficult to do on your own. And number four is engagement metrics. Pay attention to the level of engagement during your masterclass or webinar. So look at your chat interactions, look at how many questions were asked, look at overall participation. This is a bit of a measure of how engaging the class was. And what we know is that the more engaged people are, the higher conversions. So what you don't want is a webinar that is really death by PowerPoint for people. You don't want a webinar where you're just talking at people. You want to create an experience for people that is refreshing and engaging and transformative and that has them being an active participant in the class, has them feeling the emotions because what people learn with emotion, they never forget. That's what's going to lead them to either join or go and join later or go and tell their friends about you. This is so important. So making sure that our classes and our delivery is highly engaging And for those of you that are teachers, myself included, we have an edge. We just do. We have an advantage. (laughs) And that is because we are so used to creating engaging learning experiences for our students in the classroom. It's no different to that. All of those engagement strategies that you've used in the classroom or, um, frameworks and models and criterias that you've used to create engaging lessons or curriculums like that all ends up serving you so beautifully as a digital entrepreneur. And I highly, highly recommend that you take on mastering the webinar launch for yourself. And if any of you 
Maybe you're not in my inner circle mastermind. If you are wanting to create a successful webinar launch for yourself, reach out, send me an email, hello at mumswithhustle.com because I have helped people do this privately before under private mentoring and maybe I can help you. Let's reach out. If you're wanting to master a webinar launch for yourself, there's private mentoring. There are also VIP days. Let's have a conversation. Just email hello at mumswithhustle.com to get in touch about that. Now, you may be thinking, okay, I understand the importance of a post-launch debrief now, Tracy, but why should I share it with a trusted mentor or advisor? And this is the power of being in collaboration or having a network of master minds and having access to outside perspectives that are at the level that you need in order to grow. A mentor or a trusted advisor can provide an objective feedback or perspective or offer fresh ideas, help you see blind spots that you may have missed. So it's fast-tracking you. It's fast-tracking that optimization process. There is nothing worse than looking at a debrief and even having the data there and not knowing what to tinker, not knowing what average conversion rates are, and then just guessing or breaking it and pulling it apart and just wasting your time and still finding yourself in the same place 12 months later. That is sad and frustrating. I get it. So find yourself a mentor or a trusted advisor My hand is up to be that for you. If you're in this community, let's continue to work together. But whoever you work with, they need to be able to help you break down the complexities of a live launch and identify your next best steps or areas for improvement and optimization. They need to be able to provide sound guidance on how to grow with strategies moving forward. And they need to be able to keep you accountable by sharing your debrief with this individual or team of advisors. You gain the advantage of their wisdom and experience. They become a sounding board. They offer support, encouragement, and actionable advice. And together you can uncover new opportunities and create a roadmap for future success or dial in your messaging, which for many is such a sticking point. So to reiterate, the four high-level numbers that I need you to start measuring and tracking are these for your next webinar launch. Registration, attendance, conversion rates, and engagement metrics. That's a wrap on today's episode. We've explored the power of the post-launch debrief, why it's important for you as a digital entrepreneur, the exact data points to monitor during your live webinar launch and the significance of sharing a debrief with a mentor or trusted advisors. Remember, your launch experiences are just stepping stones towards your growth and success. So embrace them as an opportunity to learn, adapt and improve. Be interested in them. And always remember that you have a supportive community here within 
the Mums with Hustle podcast community, within the Social Method Society, within the Inner Circle Mastermind. And I am here as your mentor and friend, cheering you on every step of the way. If you love this episode or if you got value from it, please show your gratitude by subscribing to the podcast and leaving me a review. I absolutely cherish hearing your thoughts and your feedback or tag me in an Instagram story so that I can share it. And until next time, keep shining and keep dreaming big. Take care.